0: Hey y'all what's up what's up it's your girl Jamila Nunez and I'm your host for our special series called being black um in this podcast series we are going over black owners black businesses black artists black community members anything black anyone black any being black all in San Diego, just to speak our truths, our experiences, our opinions, and our perspective in regards to the local San Diego community, but also in regards to today's society. So if you like what you hear, please share each episode which one you like the most whatever you'd like um and if you feel like you want to interview and get your voice out there please reach out to us um all of our information will be in each episode detail and yes hope you enjoy thank you hey hey
1: yes i can hear you ah great yeah i think a call came in and knocked me off (laughs)
0: Put the episodes together. It's fine.
1: (laughs) Uh, Good editing.
0: Yeah, no, just edit. You know, a little cut and paste. But no, I was actually asking, like, do you? Um, because we were talking about privilege, and then you know, you were saying that some of them will actually take that privilege and use it to help, you know, grow and unify communities and or individuals. And I was going to say, do you feel like other races with their privilege kind of use that? to their own advantage to where it's like they can for example there's a white person who sees that there's opportunity to help this black community but in selfish ways in ways to feed their own ego or to feel that they you know are helping just to say that they helped
1: right 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 and I I remember I, I remember when you said that I was saying like the person who goes and feeds the homeless person, but records it so they can put it on their Instagram type thing. Uh It's not, it's it's not coming from a, a genuine place. I believe there are both sides that Mm -hmm. exist uh, within, within um, people of other races. I can personally say that besides, besides uh, black expression, the only other group that I actually got to help me was actually a person from another race. So Mm -hmm. mm, take what you will from it. Uh, (laughs) I'm just saying, if you can get help, just make sure you use that help to better your own community, despite what they have and be smart Mm -hmm. about it. Um, Mm -hmm. I I try my best not to try to figure out underlining motives that people have. I -hmm. just, if they help, if they offer to help, I'm going to take that help and shield myself. So what can I do with, because either way I go, you're going to help me. And I'm Mm -hmm. smart enough to where I can take that help and use it for what it needs to be used at despite what your your motives are. I also remember economics that they told you nothing is free. That's the first lesson that they taught you. Nothing is free. So know that everything comes with a cost. You just have to make sure that the cost is worth what you're buying. Mm -hmm.
0: I like that. And I was Uh going to ask, like, what are ways that you find yourself, you know, like that you can find... Or you suggest people protect themselves if they're going that route and utilizing those who may have ulterior motives?
1: Um my biggest thing is ownership. Mm-hmm. Don't don't give away your ownership. Don't give away what you what you have created. Um I would rather pay a person to do a service for me then have them do a service and have them own more than I own. So it's like, mm-hmm. there's ways way that you can protect yourself. It will cost you more, but in the long run, it will be worth it. Ownership mm-hmm. is one huge thing. Um, understand that contracts are important. Invoices are important. Get stuff in writing, no matter how trusting or how long you've known a person, because things, when money are involved, all that can go out the window. So a lot of things I love to do is get a a contract. I love it when the person has their own contract and they send it to me because my mom is a director of events and programs for over 20 years. So she's been reading contracts and she went to school for contracts. So Mm -hmm. I'm always sending contracts to her and she'll read them like, okay, tell them to take this out. Tell them to take this out. Tell them to take this out. And then I send it back to them. And it kind of gives you more credibility when you're dealing with them so even if the person does have alternative motives they'll know that you know a little bit more than they probably thought you knew it the first time
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so make sure everything is above board as much as possible and don't give away don't don't give away the baby as they say
0: (laughs) yeah i like that thanks thank you for that because that also you know that feeds me too, you know, say, yeah. I want to do something with someone or say, like, we are, we are going to collab and do some events. Like we are, right. Yeah, we're not putting that off. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm back on that. <laughs> but yes, I forget you said that. Um, <laughs> but like, it helps also on the business aspect and just in the community wise where we settle a lot, a lot, we prevent beef from happening. You yes. know, we prevent drama and falling out from happening because in the beginning, we stated this, you know, yes. so that's, that's very, very helpful in regards to, you know, just protecting one's energy. Um, yeah. Thank you for saying it, Cause I'm like, yeah, you're right. Contracts are very, very important.
1: <laughs> they really are. No matter how much
0: you love the person, no matter how well y'all get along, it's just to protect both of you guys at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. And then you, you, it's also preparation. So you're preparing the other, the other person doesn't do contracts. You're preparing them to do business with bigger types of companies and organizations <laughs> and things of that matter. Like if you don't learn how to do it now on a smaller level, what are you going to do when your when your business blows up? Because it's going to blow up. You have to yeah. make the person understand that this is this is not just because I don't trust you. This is because I want both of us to be the best that we can be. And it starts mm-hmm. by making sure all of our stuff is together
0: yeah yep yep i i completely agree with that and that gives me you know like i said it gives me a little bit something to chew on be like all right need me little time to get for real because i know my soul dance is going up all of us are going up you right know? And I want to make sure that you know we are we are eating right and comfortably that's yes. what i want to say we want to eat comfortably um with that being said, like, what are some ways you feel like we can better protect our future generations from the suffering we've experienced, what's going on today, um, and so forth?
1: The best way we can protect our legacy is by, basic, by not hiding our mistakes, mm-hmm. not hiding our shameful thoughts, our shameful experience that we went through, not hiding things that, that we're not that proud of. Bring it to the table. A lot of the, the generation I grew up with was the do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. It doesn't work at all because you can tell me something, but what I'm going to remember is what I see. How we're going to protect our future generation is by seeing, admitting like admitting the mistakes we made and sh- telling them about it and then showing them how we got past it yeah. because people learn better by example, by living, walking mm-hmm. examples, especially from people they love and trust.
0: Exactly. Yes. You said it best because honestly, you aren't the first person that I interviewed that said that, like, um, what was it? Do don't do do as I say not as I do.
1: And mm-hmm. and
0: it's very true because it's like, okay, so you're being a hypocrite and what we've learned <laughs> was to be like, Yeah, I may say this, but you know, like <laughs> it's just it does it, it teaches us to do that and practice that same thing. And when are we going to break the cycle? You know, when are we going to stop running around in this suffering circle? You know, it doesn't make sense for us to keep passing down this trauma generation after generation after generation when we can literally just be truthful and teach how to overcome that or teach to learn thyself. Right. Not have to worry about this, you know, these kind of things interacting or hindering us from being true.
1: You and know. also be be honest when you don't know stuff. That part. Like I don't know. I don't know. We can just, find <laughs> out together though. I can tell you that. <laughs> That's a great question. Let me let me find out. <laughs>
0: like we, we've been so forced to like have to know to, you know, if we don't know everything, that we're not smart. Yeah. You know, exactly. that we're not intelligent. But a lot of the things that we are supposed to know there's aren't there's sometimes there's a word for it there's yep. like it's intuitive it's, a, it's it's something that we feel you know so it's like if we can't explain something like that describe it you know like even going to depth of just like if you don't like and it goes back to like conversation and communicating being able to express and talk to people it goes back to that It's mental health you know like it it all ties together and so when you're not, if you don't know something or if you don't know how to explain an emotion that you're feeling, like, help, teach, you know, find something that can help, you know? It's just, there's so many ways and we we don't, I didn't realize it back then, but it, now I'm like, shit, there's hella hell of ways that I could have said this, learned that, you know? Exactly. Like, <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> you start like to reflect on just, some things. It's yes,
0: right? like just
1: been so simple, you know. <laughs> but it's like it's like I tell people though everything in its own timing. Sometimes yeah. we don't learn things in the beginning because we have to go through some stuff in f- first. So when we do learn it, it has a greater meaning to us. Exactly. Sometimes I yeah I look back and I'm like, man, if I would have just did this, 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 and then I realize, well, if I would have did this, 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 I wouldn't be at this moment. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't no, be here who I am right now. Like everything that I have right now, every, every part of me right now is because of what I've experienced. Mm-hmm. So I can't love where I'm at and then not love what I have to go through in order to get here.
0: Ooh, I like that. That's very, very true because then we won't be able to do our work and what we're doing. Exactly. We won't be able to heal the mass. We won't be able to understand and help people understand themselves. Like, that's, I, I
1: ooh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> And it's not saying that you won't be hurt by it because a lot of times we'll see that and we're like, okay, well, fine. I can't be hurt or I can't feel the way I feel. Your feelings are valid.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just
1: the fact that you have to understand that if you did not go through what you went through, you will not be where you are. So if you love who you're looking at in the mirror, you have to honor the fact that this is what I've experienced yes. and use it use it as much as you say i always say profit off of your pain, pain. <laughs> don't let that pain take over you profit off of that pain and, and yeah use it to, to better the people around you and to better yourself
0: i can completely and wholeheartedly agree with that completely and then that goes to show how you're showing up for the generations and in the community of how you show up and you show up very authentically unapologetically and very prideful and not the prideful where it's ego-based but prideful and who you are what you went through and able to share your experience and and that's amazing do you do you have any other like you know advice or words of encouragement for those who are seeking change wanting to be you know more empowering for themselves wanting to heal do you have any words for anybody out there listening today?
1: I think one huge thing is, is to find your, find your safe space. Mm-hmm. If you, a lot of people, a lot of times we want to, we want a lot of people around us. We want a lot mm-hmm. of friends, you know, we want a community and all that good stuff. But the biggest thing is, is you would, you, you'll be better off with two people who can be your safe space than with 10 people that you have to pretend to be something that's acceptable mm-hmm. to them. So find your safe space, no matter how many people or how less people that is, because those people are going to be what upholds you when you have to go into the world and exist in the world that we live in.
0: Great. Yes. (laughs) That's exactly what I wanted to hear from you. And I knew that would be something coming out of your mouth because you are a very mindful being. You speak very truthfully when Appreciate it comes that. to others and to yourself, you hear it in your music, the way you sing. Like, uh-huh. I respect you wholeheartedly. And I love what you're doing in San Diego because had we had this a decade ago, <laughs> three years ago, two years ago, like we haven't now, but where we're, where we're at right now, it's it's amazing to see. And I'm glad that you're part of that change in San Diego because we need people who are, Willing to understand, willing to open their arms, willing to listen, willing to see, you know, and that just reassures me to know that I'm on the right path too, because I have someone just as supportive, you know, just Mm. as willing as I am, who's willing to put themselves in the front, in the front line and be like, let's go, you know, like, (laughs) it's very refreshing and it, and it takes weight off not just mine but i'm sure other businesses as well shoulders like it means a lot especially not you not being from san diego once you've been over once you've been here over six, 60 days you from san diego i, I don't
1: care what anybody says
0: you know? <laughs> for real it's uh
1: it's so funny, funny. I, do, I do
0: i'm serious look like, that's the that's the rule. That's, that's the unwritten rule. <laughs> like I, I'm just saying, you know. Uh, but in with that also as well, are there any upcoming events that you know or recess resources that people who are listening should know about or should attend? Anything?
1: Um. Well, of course, uh our next event is June twelfth. That's going to be the Soul Showcase. I'm really, really big on supporting black owned things so the so so showcase sold out showcase excuse me it's actually at this amazing black owned um coffee shop it's a coffee shop and a carry store I believe it's called the hamlet in lemon grove um if you guys go go try the lavender lavender lemonade I said it at throwback so you'll you think I did I <laughs> Go, I would definitely have... have one on that day. I'm telling you, I can tell you that now. But um, find out where your community is and go s- support them yourself. A lot of times, you will hear people within our community badmouth other people within our community. Learn for yourself. Of course, mm-hmm. take in that that advice. Don't be blind. <laughs> but, right. But still, take that in, take in that advice and go support your community. And if you go there, you have a bad experience, you don't want to go back, fine. But at least you know for yourself. Right. Um, I, I absolutely love the Hamlet. Like, you walk into the Hamlet and you can feel the energy of it. It's just amazing. I wish they opened longer than 2 p.m. Because oh. I, I just want to sit in there and, and, and exist for a moment. Yes. But yeah, between that and, of course, Soul Sunday. Is is always a vibe. It's always Ooh, a vibe.
0: The ones yeah. coming up this month,
1: y'all. Yes, y'all. yes, it is amazing, yes. and they have they have grown that from a coffee shop in La Mesa to now they're at a brand new building. They moved from the courtyard. It's just it's amazing what they've done, and it's black led, and I I really love seeing their success. I can't make it all the time because it always seems to fall on a Sunday that I'm doing something, but I've always <laughs> watched them. I always tell people about it. Get it. I love seeing us succeed. Yes. Yes. In whatever, form or fashion. Like I'm rooting for you. Let's go. <laughs> yes.
0: That's like I know the Soul Sunday has been coming up from several people in the past <laughs> month or so and I'm like what is that? I must need to go to this. See now now right now we got to go.
1: We got to make sure to go there. I think their tickets yes, are tomorrow. Yes, I think that's actually. what
0: that is.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: mhm. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, Mercy Soul, thank you so much for just, you know, speaking your truth, being honest, and just being who you are. You know, you're such a lively soul, and I didn't know what to expect when I met you, and I was like, where's, where is where's this guy at? I, I'm setting up. I haven't met him, and then to meet you and just hear you and just you're so genuine, you know, and you're so that. generous as well. <laughs> and I immediately was comfortable around you and the in the space that you held. I can't wait, and I'm really hoping that I can at least show up for a little bit at the Hamlet with your event. Um, this month has been pretty crazy. Not yeah.
1: Like two days in already. <laughs> yeah, and I'm already like,
0: oh my God, am I going to make it? You know, but I, because of people like you and in the interviews that I'm holding with people and conversations, I know I will. And this is just so reassuring. So thank you so much for really Giving your time to us and speaking with us, it really means a lot. Like it truly does.
1: No problem. Thank you for creating this space. um
0: yes.
1: To to build these things because I think it's gonna help. It gets us talking, yeah. <laughs> and that's 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 the key. <laughs> Just yes. talk. We can talk out anything. Just talk. Like <laughs> let, let, let's yes. get to the point. Just talk. Listen. Yeah. Have a conversation. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love. Well, again, thank you so much. I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. One of these days I'm going to get a lavender lemonade. I'm just saying. I'm um, telling you,
1: The Hamlet Lemon Grove <laughs> on Hamlet, Broadway. Lemon Grove y'all.
0: I don't y'all need to go for me y'all let me go. get me pick me up one. I'll send you the money via Venmo or WhatsApp, whatever. <laughs> but dang, I'm going to go. Um, But yes, love, thank you so much again. I really do appreciate you.
1: I appreciate you too. And I look forward to the collab.
0: Yes, sir. It's going (laughs) to happen.
1: (laughs) All right. Talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. Be Uh blessed. You too. Hello. Hello, hello, hello.
0: I just responded. I was like, oh. Message never sent in regards to 6 p.m. being okay. <laughs> I noticed that
1: I was like, uh,
0: no, it's all good, yeah. Um, because I've, I've just been trying to get everybody scheduled in, so as soon as they give me a time, I'm like, okay, boom, like they're in, like that's just how I've been moving. <laughs> um, but yes, how are you? How are you doing? I haven't talked to you in a minute. How what's been oh, going it, on? It's,
1: it's everything's good. I took a week vacation after throwback to just kind of refresh refill and reset and At now it, uh uh-huh. yes seriously 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 plus my voice was gone anyway so <laughs> i couldn't perform even if i wanted all to. that
0: singing and t- yes <laughs> man it was, it was if y'all don't understand man that event was so fun like it was such a good vibe the energy was just up there Everybody was just in their own zone and their element and I loved it and, and just supported by everyone. So thank you again for that event and the invite. It was very beautiful to just experience, you know, a black community in San Diego.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Unapologetically. That's what everyone always tells me. Unapologetically. I it just always want to create a space that people can be fully themselves without mm-hmm. hindering on anyone else. So everyone can just live out the best versions of them, you know, whatever that may be. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I felt it. I honestly, I have felt it. I've been looking for a community, um, evil, not even just, just a community, but an event that I can just be and not have to force to be something else to hide and prevent myself from being true to who I am, you know? Exactly. And being able to... <laughs> be in that space that you held was just it was everything I needed and more like it fueled my soul so so much
1: (laughs) that's that's actually amazing to hear I actually went to uh, a listening party for Divine Destiny's event her album and that was amazing by the way the album is amazing the project is amazing the event was amazing but another vendor was there and she was telling me the same thing that she felt like she can just exist Mm -hmm. and to me, that's the highest honor to me, give people room to just be, because all throughout the day, we have to be something else, or mm-hmm. we have to watch what we do or not not look a certain way. So to give people a space where they can just breathe is, yeah. is, is always a goal of mine in whatever I do, whatever event, whatever song, whatever music, whatever anything, I want to make sure that when people listen to it, they know that they can just be, just exist, breathe. <laughs>
0: Yes, breathe. That's the key word. Just breathe.
1: <laughs> just breathe. <laughs>
0: yes. Well, um, let's just get started. Like, first of all, we've been having this whole conversation. They don't even know who you are. So tell us who you are, <laughs> where you're from, how you identify, what you do, all the good stuff.
1: Well, my name is Mercy So. I am CEO of Mercy Notes. Um, I'm originally from L.A., uh, Los Angeles, Long Beach, to be exact. But I have been stationary in San Diego for three years now. Uh, graduated from San Diego State, and my 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 life was just way too stable uh, mm-hmm. to try to move back home and try to figure that out. Um, Makes sense. <laughs> yes, yes. But I can't say I have not thought about it because all of my family is back home, and I'm I'm a very uh, community family type person. So I love being around love. And I love being around people that I don't have to explain myself to when I act yeah. the way that I act. Um, so trying to build that out here, and it's coming together slowly but surely. Uh, Mercy Notes is helping with that because it gives me opportunity to just create what I want, you know, mm-hmm. create what I want to see. Be like yeah. that they always just say, "Be the change you want to be the change you want to see." So Mercy Notes gives me a chance to do that. Um, it's not easy. no it is not it is not easy because people are very like uh cautious i would say it's the nice Mm -hmm. word uh suspect Mm -hmm. is 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 the better word (laughs) yep Um, it's the more
0: realistic one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) people are very reluctant to new things um and Mm -hmm. i am a new thing so slowly but surely i'm learning that whoever is supposed to come will come and that is what's most important at the end of the day
0: Thank you for that. Like, um, yeah, it's not easy. It is not easy at all. Which is why I've decided to take this route and really interview as many Black community members, Black like entrepreneurs, businesses, because we need to be able to support one another and know that we are all here trying to do the same thing. You know, we're
1: we're stronger together than we are apart.
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly, we're stronger together. (laughs)
0: okay yes and so you said that you're from LA and you've been out here in San Diego for three years what was your upbringing like in LA and Long Beach to be specific like what was your childhood like your household schooling all all that
1: oh you'll you'll hear me say all the time you'll probably hear it in my music too because I'm also an artist but I'm a church kid I'm a church kid to the core of my very being um I don't remember a time I wasn't in church uh Growing up, my family is all uh, very, very religious. I think as we got older, people started to sway away. And I was the last uh, cousin, nephew, son, brother, whatever. I was the last of my generation to, <laughs> to break off from just mm-hmm. going to church all the time. But that's really my upbringing. I still hold to a lot of the belief factor. I just don't hold to the religious factor of it. I'm uh, more moving in the relationship, trying to develop a relationship with, uh, what I call God, what others may just call a higher being, or what, whatever source, someone greater than me, is mm-hmm. my biggest explanation of it. I hold on to that, and I try to use that as my moral compass, because otherwise, uh, we'll go around hurting people because we don't care or see the domino effect of our actions. Mm-hmm
0: nice I, I like that but i like the way that you put that um so do you feel like you know being um a man of church um it's made you into the person you are today
1: definitely it has definitely made me into who i am today i think it's probably a number of things church is a huge part of it but because i spent my time in church i've seen so many different personalities both good and bad and they've given me a lot of resilience um I'm also a student of psychology. that's what I got my bachelor's degree in. So hey. I study human behavior yeah. <laughs> Go Aztecs. Um, that's what I got my bachelor's degree in. So I study a lot of human behavior. But Mm -hmm. I've always like since I was twelve years old. They asked me, "What do you want to be?" And I was like, "A psychologist." And they're like, "You'll change your mind." And I didn't change my mind. I just did decided to go a different route. (laughs) Different
0: route.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm still very, very much interested in psychology, and I still got my bachelor's in it. And just I like to understand people because I feel like when people feel like they're understood, they're much more open to you, and you become a lot more helpful to them.
0: I like that. Okay, that's nice. Um, are there any like experiences that you've at least um, went through growing up that, you know, forced you to maybe take a step back and just evaluate yourself or, you know, um, experiences as a Black man that made you kind of really like be skeptical in, about the society, like anything in that nature?
1: Um, one huge thing was my mother did not allow me, my dad didn't care, but my mom did not allow <laughs> me to speak uh, any type of slang, any type of slang whatsoever, which was really weird because all of my cousins who, I was the only child so I was 16, so my cousins were kind of like my siblings, but all of my cousins spoke in Totally different dialects than I did. But my mom did not allow that in the house. I was, I remember when I was a kid, I bought an Ebonics dictionary mm-hmm. <laughs> and she found it and threw it away. Oh. <laughs> she was very, very, um, she was very, what was her, what was the word? She's, she's very uh, firm on mm-hmm. me speaking in a way that uh, shows intelligence, I guess you would mm-hmm. say, in some sort. Or white, or some sort are or, a factor um, that actually I mean it works out well for me now because in interviews yeah. and things like that I know how to present myself but it always div- it always created a wedge between me and my community because yeah. to them I was talking white to them I was right. uppity yeah to them I didn't fit in why do you talk like that why do you say your words like that uh, we don't understand you type thing and I it really didn't make sense to me because it was like so if I sound intelligent I'm not as black as I need to be oh
0: yeah.
1: so does that mean that we think that black people have to sound less intelligent and that's the more black they got so that has always been like a an internal struggle to my of mine Till so I got older and was able to just be like well if it's just me and one other person at least the mm-hmm. other person that I have I can be myself with and that's okay you
0: know <laughs> that's no fine. yeah so did you ever find yourself kind of like changing though you talk when you were around them and then having to kind of switch back how did
1: you go about that cold switch yeah um definitely in (laughs) (laughs) definitely definitely in um definitely in high school definitely when I got to my 20s and start to go more on my own and away from my family Uh, you know develop your own group of friends and things of that matter um uh I learned how to mimic a lot um, I also learned how to find out what the people around me needed, and be that person. Okay. So, like wow. a chameleon type thing. Yes, it was a very I know, exhausting I like thing. that. Yeah. It, I
0: like that because it it shows the amount of strength you have. For one, it is exhausting, very, yeah. very exhausting. <laughs> I can I can vouch for you. <laughs> um, but it's it's. I feel like there's power in that, though, too. What do you think?
1: I definitely feel like it's power in it. It helps me now, um, to in balance, of course, because you always still want to be yourself, but it helps you to bring people's walls down. Um, like I said earlier, like when people understand you, they open up to you more. So, when you learn how to figure out what it is they need, even without them telling you that, like because everyone has this internal need, because we're all healing and we're all in different parts of our journey. So, if you can mm-hmm. find out what their healing is calling for, then you can help aid in that process. And that's what I use it for now to connect with people.
0: I love that because there are so many traumas created, so many dramas happening in regards to that same thing, but people using it in the reverse for their own advantage. So I really like that you use it to help heal the mass as opposed to kind of kill the spirits of others you know because right. of personal gain um and that's very important and that goes to my next question about how do you feel about san diego what are your thoughts about that? being a black man <laughs> in san diego <laughs>
1: oh man well i'm just gonna be totally honest because this is how i say it when people ask me all the time anyway um i've always felt like san diego was very cliquish uh Mm -hmm. it's 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 segregated within the small amount of black community that we have so (laughs) when you do find black people you got to make sure that someone within that group vouches for you or you will not be accepted in that group Um, thank
0: you
1: (laughs) (laughs) it happens with everything it happens with friends it happens with collaborations um when i first started to branch out and do music until someone got on my track that other people knew people were just like, "Mm, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, okay, but my life has kind of always been like that. I always say that I've always been called to create the path. That's why when I jump on other people's paths, it never works. Cause Mm -hmm. it's like, that's not your calling. Like (laughs) you're called to create and build. You can't, you can't follow trends because you're a trendsetter. And I got to accept that even when it gets to a lonely part. Because yeah. you understand that it's a part of the mission.
0: Mm-hmm. Think It's just, it's like, it's, yeah, it's completely that way because that's how I felt. Um, and I was all like, why, why don't I, like, I could, I can connect with people, but mm-hmm. only to a certain extent. I don't get, we don't like, we don't have the same interests. We don't have, you know, like, when they're liking something, I'm like, uh, and then I like it three years later, type thing, and, yep. thing. and I'm like, wait, <laughs> I'm so confused, you know? So, like, when it comes to San Diego, like, what what do you think that? like needs what are some improvements you wish because yes you're you're being part of the change and you're bringing us you know closer together slowly but surely but what are some other ways and what do you think that we can do to better uplift the black community there you go.
1: i i truly believe in the power of community um besides mercy notes i'm a part of black expression with which was my saving grace when I came out to San Diego, because it was the only thing that I was able to connect to, to build community, mm-hmm. uh, to get friends that were friends and not just abusers or manipulators or users or things that matter. Um, I think if we can come to the table and figure out how we can use all of our resources to uplift one another, like, that makes no sense that there's multiple Black-orientated groups in san diego there's not that many black people so why <laughs> why do we have Black like this or this melanin or this thing when there we have the lowest percentage of black people here so if we all came together and we just had a whole month full of our events imagine how powerful that would be mm-hmm. if we supported one another instead of seeing each other as competitors or things to be tore down it's like the forest the forest flourishes because there are multiple trees in it.
0: Yeah.
1: Not because there's one tearing down everything else. And I feel like that's, that's where we're at right now. We have a forest. We have the resources. We have the talents. We have the events. But we're too busy trying to fight against each other instead of coming to the table and trying to figure out, well, what can we all do to uplift this community?
0: I agree. I completely agree with that. Um, And I was just thinking that because there are so many events that I myself or other people that I've seen trying, you know, to be part of others events and they're like, Mm -hmm. no, like we're full or this or that. And I was like, in the end, like, there's no way you can be full unless you've reached capacity. And we all know that everybody's been doing shit outside. And we all right. know right. there, you know, there's space and there's room. So what is it? It's ego-based, you know? Um, there's fear that's riding along us and the pandemic did not help and we all understand that and we're all trying to get out of this survival mode. But at the end of the day, we're all being, being pushed out and a lot of us see it. And a lot mm-hmm. of us are kind of fending for ourselves. But imagine if you didn't have to carry this weight on only your shoulders. Right, and we bring it together and we balance the weight out and we, we figure out what to do with that and then grow as a community. It's just, it's insane, you know? It's insane to to know that I've talked to other businesses and they're like, yeah, I tried to be here and then they were dissing me and they're putting me this, here and there. And I'm just like, what? Why? Like, <laughs> why? why? What is the reason, like, people get jealous because they have a lot of customers or they have a huge following, but it's like, we all work hard to get there. You know, right. like it's, it's not no 10 minute of fame and you're about to get 20K followers. Like it's not Instagram out here. It's real life. <laughs> you know, it's, I'm sorry, I'm for real. Like it's it's what's funny is is so frustrating.
1: Yeah, what's funny is, is what if we took that same mind frame and was like, okay, let me sit and learn from you. How did you get to where you are? Can you exactly. help? Can can we do some workshops here that 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 you can help other people get their businesses together? Like everything mm-hmm. doesn't have to be an 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 ego fight.
0: Like <laughs> it doesn't. It could you could be a student and learn and learn from each other, build each other up, as opposed to stealing from someone, taking right. someone's ideas, or you know, like not showing gratitude and just. You, you know, I don't, I'm trying to understand, what do you think it is? It's just, it's ego, but it's also, like, what do you think it is that's scaring everyone to, from building each other up and building a community?
1: I, I always say, because I'm also a, a student of history, I always say it's psychologically, uncon- psycholo- psychological, psychologically based. Like, if mm-hmm. we go back to slavery, how they controlled us was not because they outnumbered us. They controlled us because they put us against each other. Light Mm -hmm. skin was in the house. Dark skin was in the yard. It's Mm -hmm. always been instilled in us that in order for one to be successful, the other one has to be less. It has to be an inferior uh, person and a superior person. And that's Mm -hmm. been instilled into us before we even existed or was thought of. And I think Mm -hmm. when it comes to whenever we are in a place of, 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 of minority, you would say, or in a place where it doesn't seem like a lot of us have power. I believe that subconscious uh belief always comes up, even if we don't understand it or can't explain it. And it's not until mm-hmm. we sit and come together and actually explain, look, this is what I'm feeling. Now, how can we move past that? There's so many people that I every time I meet somebody, even even, even you when you were at Throwback Saw so said we should collab. And I really mean that because I feel like if you if your mission fits my mission, then why are we going at this separately? It doesn't make sense to me. It <laughs> It why does can't not make fi- sense. Yeah, why can't we find common ground and build on that? There are so many people I said that to, and it never amounts to anything at all. They don't even respond to Instagram after the event is over. It's like the higher of the event, and then after that, it's like, uh nah. I'm just going to stick with you know. People
0: are, are going for themselves, or they're right. fighting for themselves, and they want to do it for themselves, and kind of backpacking what you say. But power dynamics is a thing. You it know, really and like it's it's, and if we're not aware of that, we we start to hinder each other's growth as opposed to growing together and making a powerful movement, and, right? And that's that's something serious, and I want to see our community thrive. I want to see, you know, I went to Oakland and I was in the Bay Area for a couple of years, and that couple of years did something because <laughs> I saw how powerful they were and how much they supported they walked down the street and they saying hey to each other like oh they got buildings they're not renting out people's buildings they got their own building you know it's like imagine what we can do down here and it's right. expensive as fuck in the bay area so you know <laughs> if they can do it like why aren't we what is it and it is it is a psychological issue it is a, the war of the minds you know and we have to be able to break away from that. And with you saying that, like, what are your views for the mental health in San Diego and just in general for a black man? Um,
1: I think you said, what are my views?
0: Yeah, what are your views on that? And then do you feel like we have proper access to it?
1: Uh, <laughs> I do not feel like we have proper access to it. But I also feel like we don't trust it, even the access that we do have. Um, As a male, period, mental health has never been taught as something that was important. As a male, anything that could be tangible is what we focus on. If it's not tangible, it does not make sense. Um, Even coming up in church, uh, I can see the whole, when they're like, I'm depressed. No, you're not depressed. You just have a demon. Like, no, there's literally mental health issues that caused depression. like that is right. a serious thing. And there's so many people that have been on the altar for 20 years. But if they would have just went and got the proper help that they needed, they would have been fine. So like mm. mental health within our community, within our black community, I think it's getting better. I do think it's getting better because people are talking about mental health days. I have an amazing job that has a lot of vacation time because they understand that the job is stressful. And until you go, if you feel wake up one morning and it's just not your morning, take the day off. Don't come in because we would rather you be at your best than you run and burn out and then disappear. It's like mental health is coming to a place where it is of importance and of priority. And it's just a matter of changing the mindset when it comes to Black men and mental health and not making it a a sign of weakness
0: right
1: like making it okay to say i'm struggling i need help like people don't want to admit they need help people don't even like to say i need you anymore they're like oh i don't need you i want you i'm like what no hold on (laughs) i can say i need help because i understand that it is hard out here number one it's hard out here to exist period it's right. double hard if you're black, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then if double. you're a black male, you haven't even been taught how to deal with these emotions, so you have it even worse because all you think, all you, all you know of is press through. That's it. Yeah, I can't cry. No. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I completely agree with that because I've, I've dated my fair share of black men, and they had came from dating other racists who didn't, you know, fully understand you know when a man was actually getting a black man was getting vulnerable and you know like and so when i held that space alone they were like mm. i've never had this before and i'm like what right. do you mean like what do you mean like nobody's holding <laughs> i'm confused you know because I, <laughs> me being a black woman i want to make sure my black men or even black women are supported or heard right. or understood and are valued but when they come back saying, like I've never experienced this. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, like how you we you never need experienced to do better. It. Yeah. you. We need to do better. And us, Black women, we don't make it easy sometimes. And I can, I can vouch for that too. We have our own struggles at the same time. But right. But it's like, if we can just come to understand that, that we are okay to not be okay. Yes. Like, it is okay to not be okay. It is okay to struggle. It, because, we'd be lying if, if we aren't, (laughs) if we say we aren't, we'd really be (laughs) lying to ourselves and that's not getting any better. That's not helping yourself. That's not helping others. So it's like, we, we, we need that access. We need, you know, someone who can actually understand us too. when we are opening up and being vulnerable about these things, say a therapist, Mm -hmm. say a psychiatrist, a partner overall you know we need that person to understand that so having that access is great but then also having someone who we feel comfortable talking to about this who we feel um we can actually have a therapist and you know a counseling or mentor who does understand us and doesn't make us feel like there's this blockage or this barricade that we have to you know knock down you know i mean in in any way we have those walls regardless
1: yes (laughs) Exactly, right? They don't even have to create them. They're there. I think a huge part, too, is having the conversation, starting Mm -hmm. the conversation. You mentioned actually uh, being with someone that you trust. We need to learn how to talk and talk about something more than just surface level things. Like, when I ask you how you're doing and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm good. No, like, really, how are you doing? Like, for real? (laughs) Like, like,
0: are you okay? Are you
1: was, like, exactly. You
0: know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a huge thing, and that's one thing that I, I'm 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 working on right now. Is just creating that space where you're safe to actually express what's going on. Mm-hmm. If something's going on, maybe something is not going on. But if something's not going on with you, I'm sure something's going on with the next person that, that is next to you. So maybe you can help that other person out get to where you are at right now. But it's just in talking about yourself and talking about things that make you uncomfortable so you can actually move forward in your own healing process. It's like you can't you can't overcome what you don't face.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And that's and that's just it's funny because that's an everyday struggle. You know, we we are taught to just really. Not be weak, not show signs of weaknesses, because we'll be taken advantage, we'll be manipulated, or exactly. blasé, blasé, you know. And so, service level is more so hindering us than allowing us to grow. If someone asks me, I'm like, well look
1: i'm tired i did this and that and then they're like whoa like okay like you can see it in the reaction it's like you ask like, how I... I was doing. don't, don't want to hear <laughs> it's like we've been we've been trained and how you doing is just a politeness it's it's, it's not really a, a real question
0: <laughs> you know like what <laughs> oh my goodness what I like up? I used to
1: have I used to have a group of friends we would do like a mental check-in like that's all we would say in a text message just a mental check-in and what? they know that that will. yeah that will be a response where they tell you how they're doing if they're good if they're not sometimes they can't find the words it's like you meet the person where they are and maybe they'll give you a thumbs up maybe they give you a thumbs down like we had I had one friend where he never knew how to express he'll give me a thumbs down and I'll just start throwing emotions at him Mm -hmm. and he'll pick one of these emotions to explain it. And that's how we would move. And then slowly but surely, he learned how to pick these emotions that I would throw at him to explain what he was feeling. So it wasn't a thumbs up or thumbs down anymore. He would be like, well, I am feeling this, or I am feeling this. And it's just in being patient enough with people to meet them where they are, but get them where they need to get to.
0: I like and I respect that so, so much because me being someone who struggles with identifying the emotions that I'm actually feeling, I would love to have a friend or, ha- you know, have a friend like, you know, how are you doing? Like what are yeah. you know, throwing emotions at me? I'm like, Oh yeah. I'm actually feeling kind of hurt right now. You know, like, right. Right. I'm, not, I'm not angry because angry manifests as so many different other feelings that are suppressed, but it's right. like, No, I'm actually hurt. I'm actually suffering right now. I'm in pain, not I'm angry, you know? So just just for you to have that group, that's amazing. I honestly think that everybody needs that, you know? And if they don't have it, like, hopefully that one day they have at least that one person they can call on or release, you know, their emotions that they feel like they have, yeah. Um with someone who can hold space for them because that's important. Exactly. Especially being and as a black woman or black male, it's tough. It's tough for us.
1: It really is. <laughs> it really is.
0: Seriously.
1: <laughs>
0: well, um, in regards to just, you know, mental health, thank you for kind of tapping in and just going going in a little bit deeper with us because you know, I don't feel like it's touched on enough. Um yeah when going on to like privileges um do you feel like you have or had any certain privileges that others did not growing oh up definitely or just now? definitely mm-hmm.
1: i went to a private school from pre-k to 8th grade and from 3rd grade to 8th grade it was only 40 people within that private school so i literally had basically like a tutor <laughs> yeah.
0: most of my yeah most
1: of my uh schooling until i got to high school and i went from 40 to four thousand people but what that helped me do is that helped me actually really understand what has been taught uh learn a whole lot because i wasn't surrounded in the class with you know too many people where the teacher could not actually teach um these and then also i have a a polish last name So whenever I felt out job applications, I always got called for interviews because they thought I was a white person. (laughs) (laughs) So that alone, and then when they meet me because of my dialect, they're like, oh, so you're not a white person. You're a black. They don't say this, but you're a black person. But you're, you're, well, you you're, you're like, yeah, yeah. You can hear it. Oh, you're, you're, you're not like them. I'm like, um, no, we're, we're, we're all black. Like it's not, a, it's not right. a, but I, I was always, I was always afforded that, that privilege. And I was always aware of that. So what I did was whenever I was able to get into a door, I would make sure to bring people that would not have that same privilege, but if they did, they would still soar. So I would try to bring as many people with me that I can, because I realized that me getting in that door is a blessing and the way that I respect and honor that blessing is to pass it on to other people who need it as well.
0: That's amazing. I really like that. I really do. Do you feel like um, other races are aware of their privileges and do you, you know, do you feel like they are or what do you think? (laughs)
1: I feel like the majority are not. I think there is coming an awakening uh, of, of, especially when it comes to white privilege, there is coming an awakening of a small group of people who, would, who are willing to actually open their eyes to it um, and learn. Uh, but I think the majority of people, it's not that they don't know. I think they don't want to know. Because when you mm-hmm. do walk into that, you have to accept a lot of other things that came with that right (laughs) so I know a a lot of people who are like okay yeah I see it and I'm gonna they do like I did I'm gonna use that in order to bring make it better for people who don't have it
0: Mm -hmm. do you feel like some of them are really appreciative or do you feel like also some of them are appropriating a lot of their privileges to kind of put it as you know like when it comes to the black community like you said using it to help and you know build and establish other communities um do you feel like some of them are kind of like you know what i see this and i'm going to use this to benefit from helping and uplifting their community if that makes sense being able to say like they did it that they supported that just to say that they helped using their privilege i don't know if that makes sense Hello. Uh Uh-oh, I think I lost you.